Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motivation to Succeed. It's your host, Kate, out here today, bringing you some knowledge from running away. Make sure you go follow the movement on, on IG at m 2 succeed And also check out the other content published on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Radio Public. It's all listen, all listen under Motivation to Succeed. S is a money sign. You should already know by now. Hey, man, since we back with another one, man, I want to start off with just giving you thanks, man. Got to get all the, all the supporters. Thanks. Everybody that leave reviews, comments, everything in the inbox. Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Honestly, I thank y'all. But we uh we can move on to part two of the equation. This part is called the confrontation. And I'm going to get into it right now. Um, I'm going to jump straight into it because I want to explain my biggest downfall of creating a podcast and that was not trusting in myself that's that's really a huge step of of a lot of things that i've been doing in my life and i didn't even know till i got to this point of making a podcast where i sat here and i had great ideas and great people around me but mm, still i just didn't have i just didn't have that I don't know what it was. It was something in me that just wasn't there. Where I just jumped straight into it. I trusted in myself 100%. And I just kept going. It was always I'm looking. And I'm depending on somebody else. To oh, give me an okay. And even though I'm not really the person to sit there and, and go by rules. Or I don't like I don't like rules. I don't like guidelines. I don't like laws. But I like structure. That's been my whole life. I need structure to move on. And I, I didn't fully notice, like, what that meant until I started making a podcast. Like I said in the last episode, yes, I had people around me, had a group of people that was motivating me to a certain extent. But really, I wasn't motivating myself. So it was basically like I was getting, I was a puppet. So I just, I just came to the conclusion, like, I didn't like that at the end of the day. So, my biggest downfall was not believing in myself, not pushing myself. The work ethic was there and everything, but I just didn't, it was the confidence. Even though people, I got 100 people saying like, yeah, you're doing great and everything, but I still didn't have the confidence. So, that's what, it, it dragged me down, man. And I got another thing on the list where my biggest downfall was where, I didn't really express my feelings on situations. I will let things slide because I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, people, people probably, they, they think different. Okay, I understand that. Since, since my life, my whole life, I've been sitting there thinking like, yeah, people think different, so I can't really judge them. But like, no, take the signs, see the signs, red flags and all that. That's what I didn't. That's what I didn't pay attention to the red flags, and I I sat there and I, I let people get over on me, and eventually it broke me down. So I want to get into um step two of the confrontation. These are all things that show me what to build, how to build it, where to build it, who to build it with, which is key. 
Winterville. Step two is where what step two is not where. It's what what really made me make the podcast. And this is where like how I view people. I'm gonna start with now and I'm gonna end with then on this part. So like now the way I view people, even though it's backwards and I'm talking about now instead of the before, I view people now as people are opportunists. Like they're gonna sit there, they're gonna ride the wave as long as they can. It's free. Why not? If you don't make somebody do the work or you don't make somebody commit to what you want to do, you will not get like their 100% effort. They're going to just sit there. They're going to, yes, they're going to okay every single thing you do. I swear. I promise this. They're going to okay every single thing you do. It's just like that intern that being in uh, um, them high-end businesses. The intern is not going to never stick up for himself. Even though how many times they say to their friend, I hate this job. I don't get paid. I don't do this. The intern is going to sit there in your face. Yes, boss. This is the greatest thing ever. You could be the worst boss ever. Because in most cases, those bosses just give you the money. I mean, they make it all the money. They don't give you money. But, of course, you want to be at that position. So you're looking at them like, yes, I want this. I'm not going to screw this up. I got a great opportunity. So in that moment is how I view people. Now, how I view people. People are opportunists. And if they feel like you have a great thing going on, you have a great head on your shoulders, you're on the right path, you're not thinking how they're thinking, you're not thinking how other people around them are thinking, and you're making it happen, of course they're going to be down. There's no doubt. They're going to be down. Like, why, why wouldn't they? I wouldn't blame them. Why wouldn't they? So I see as people, I see people, they're going to take advantage of you. But if you're that person where you already think like a leader, think like a boss, and you're going to kick people out that's not doing a job, like, you got to be a hired person to do that. I'm not going to lie. I can't just kick people out just because they're not doing their job, like, once or twice. I got to at least see it and be like, okay, it's like twice, three times, four times, ah, you out. But just once or twice, that's slow. That's playing hardball for real, for real. That's just not me because I'm not in the corporate. I'm not in the corporate world. I don't know. I'm not white collar. So I really don't know that end of the business. So I just know where I come from is where give people chances. They're going to show you the true colors way before you give them the chances. But if they're from the same area, you might give them a little extra. That's why people want handouts all the time because you're from the same area. They want extra chances. Oh, put me on. Let me get this. Come on, bro, I will do it for you. Like, you will think, like, okay, what if I don't do it for them? Who going to do it for somebody else, like, down the line? You never know. And people before that night going to do it for them. So you trying to be that change in the world. You're trying to be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hey, it might end up bad for you. So what I'm trying to say is, like, before, before all this, before I really notice everything, this is like, no... I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give people the chance. Not gonna lie. You starting that business, don't start it with friends. Don't start with people just because you close. You come up with ideas, yes, you come up with ideas, and if anybody's not on the same path as you're on, don't do it. Please don't, because you're gonna eventually you're gonna notice like everybody has different plans, different motives. They're gonna go a different way regardless. So don't do it. 
unless your plans is like unless you come to the like the forefront where you like okay i want to do this then other person agrees like yeah i want to do this yeah work towards that your own goals that meets up together that's a good idea but if you're just coming up with the ideas and people are just giving okay they're not your boss you come up with the ideas what, what how you benefit from that you're not at the end of the day so you're gonna see that you're gonna see that if you keep letting people okay your ideas that you're making putting hard work in you're gonna notice that all the work you did is not getting positive feedback it's not getting genuine it's not genuinely getting love or 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 like supported so it's like it's pointless you're wasting your time and how I view view people then was like yes I have, I got close people yes I have friends long-term friends like no okay they're my friends but when it comes to business or anything that has to do with your dreams your dream is only yours now I think I mentioned that last episode of equation the equation like part one I think I mentioned that um, your dreams is only yours people really don't care about your dreams it's just like as humans we're selfish some people are not as less I mean some people are less selfish than others but still as humans people are selfish and the main the main thing I want to like connect to this is like look at the people you tell your your biggest accomplishments to when you tell somebody your accomplishment and they just they just be silent how did that make you feel like you sit there and say oh yeah I just got this the, the greatest job opportunity I ever had in my life they just sit there like, oh, that's good. How did that feel? You're wasting your time. I'm not saying keep it to yourself. Of course, you want to like celebrate. You want to show your accomplishments. It's just every, anybody. Anybody in this world want to show their accomplishments. It's not to be just one up on nobody. It's not to show off or nothing. They just feel good about it. They, they have no other way to express it. But when you express your feelings to a certain group of people that you like trust in, and they give you the same response as somebody you don't know from a can of paint from a different country. They just look at you like, what? Basically, it's all in the look. It's all in the silence. They don't really care. You keep moving. You keep succeeding by yourself until it really matters. Don't worry about the outsiders. That's what I always thought. I thought success was about how others feel. How, basically, I thought success was how others feel like your worth. And it doesn't mean that. I'm here today to tell you, like, it doesn't mean that success is, 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 is basically how you feel. Like, if you feel like you worth something, you succeeded. You are successful. Now, to show the world that you're successful is to put a value not just a dollar amount. Whatever you do, just if they can value it, yes, you're highly successful. But success comes from within first. You gotta feel like, oh, nobody can do this better than me. Or even if they can, you gotta feel like you have a different way of showing them. You have to be different, some type of way, whatever way it is. It's about a billion pair of sneakers out here. 
it's a few companies that's dominating though. But those companies got different people that like this certain stuff. Not everybody likes the same thing. So it's not saying that you could be just one thing and be like, oh yeah, I'm highly successful. Can't nobody beat this. No, it's other people out here that like low-end companies. People like Nike, people like Skechers. Skechers is cheap. They're comfortable. Way more than fucking Nikes. You got to certain people that buy Nikes. You got the old people. You got the old white people. You got anybody that want to feel comfortable. I mean, for Skechers, my bad. But for the Nikes, you got people that want to be fashionable. People that want that, oh, yeah, I got the new Nikes. I got the new Jordans. got all this. It's not all about that. However you feel inside is however, like, how far you want to get successful, like, basically. And this this whole equation thing is really, it's really just, it's, it's, it's crazy because... I always mention in all my episodes, I never seen myself like speaking out like this. I just spoke more face to face with people that I didn't even know more than I did these episodes. I was always scared to do the episodes. First episode I ever did, I didn't even release it yet because I, I hated it. It was like, man, I, I feel vulnerable. Talking some real stuff. Got a lot of feedback on it. I sent it to a lot of people. But I just feel like I just started. Why why would this be like why would this be like good? I don't know. I don't still don't know if I'm good or not. I'm gonna keep going. Anytime I want to, I'm I'm gonna release something. But it gotta be something that I feel. It's no longer sitting here joking. We sitting here joking about everything. Uh some people are here talking about their bad experiences with women and all that. Okay, I, I get that. You know, we had a little jokes a few episodes back about that shit, but I've been realizing a lot of stuff, like it's a lot of things people go through and it's like nothing that I have to say anymore is a joke. I don't need people around me that's gonna joke on these episodes. We could do that off the camera, off the audio, like off the record, period. So it's like yo, when it comes to this, this is me. I signed my names on a lot of documents. I paid a lot of money for this. I cannot let people come on here and sit there just to get their face out there, laugh, joke, or promote their stuff. I get a lot of I get a lot of people that's out here that's just inboxing me or DMing me or seeing me. Hey, I, I like your podcast, but hey, yo, can you promote this? I know that's not genuine. You haven't heard a single fucking episode of my podcast. I understand. I could I could tell that from the jump. I can tell when people ask me, can you do this? Can you do that? Or I like your podcast. Can you do this? Can you do that? I can, I can tell that because everything I talk about my podcast, I'm not about money. I'm not about none of this fame shit. I'm over here trying to get a message out. But you want to get your product out. You want to get anything that has to get money out. There's nothing wrong with money at all. We can use it for a lot of things, but I've always been a person that don't, I don't prioritize money. I can't. I'm not rich at all. People probably think that. They People people really probably sit here and think that, oh yeah, you probably come from a privileged home. I don't. I don't. I just don't see money as a, as a thing I have to die over or sell my soul over. Nothing. After learning money, we create our own value over money. Sit in the classrooms all day, eight hours a day. Probably fucking ten, cause I need a tutor. Sitting there talking about money, 
and how much we owe in debt from this country, I sat there and realized, man, money ain't shit in this country. Even if we have all the money we can, we can't help nothing. What you do? It's temporary. It's temporary right now. Don't matter. You get 10 Bentleys right now, four mansions. You still owe something. You gonna owe something. Our country owe money. What you think we gonna do? If we, if we, if our country owe money, what makes you think our personal money is not gonna be tied into that? Why do you think we owe so much taxes? We helping them. They fucked up, so now we gotta help. We gotta pay all these bills. All these laws is tied to bills. Some type of fees. Anything. Our taxes is, is crazy. You got other countries that don't, like, you don't have to pay for Medicare. You don't have to pay for school. You don't have to pay taxes, almost. We got to do everything, times 10, because we owe money. Why? Because we're greedy. This might be viewed as the greatest country in the world, but nah, I don't see it as that. I say it like that because I feel like ever since I've been in school, I've been sitting there saying like, yo, hmm, I wish I lived in Germany. For some reason, I just feel like I wish I lived in Germany. I really don't know why, but I always like, since I've been in kindergarten, I sat there and said, I want to live in Germany. I'm going to make that happen too. I give it about a year, not even a year. So almost a year, that's my deadline. I feel like in a year I will be in Germany for some reason. I don't know why. But that's really feel like the place I need to be at. We're gonna we're gonna move on to um I'm gonna go on to suppress feelings. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of um scenarios thrown to me. And a lot of different feelings from other people. Just expressing their emotions about like their life. But the key one I wanna um talk about is fathers. I wanna talk about um man, it's it's tough for me. It's tough for me, honestly, but I wanna talk about how Fathers just 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 absent in certain people's lives. Even if they're not, even if they still there and they don't do their job, but I feel like every child needs a father. I feel like every child needs like two parents, honestly. There's no way around it. Because I have a um I have a great mother. Which honestly, where um she um <laughs> she uh she said she cried to my last episode. I don't know if that it was that deep, but I don't, I don't really care. My mom said she cried to my episode. This the this really my tenth episode that I did when she said that. So I said, man, I made it. I made it, man. My mom said she cried. She said so much stuff about how she felt. That I brought her through a lot of her depression and how she had to raise me by herself. Man, I feel like I made it, yo. Once she said that, 
I swear. I'm not a person that get teary-eyed and all that, but I, I can tell, like, like deep down inside, I'll be feeling something where it's like, damn, yo, that was real. And when she texted me that, it was early in the morning because I was asleep. I just came off a double at work. I just picked up a double because I was bored. I woke up, seen that text message. I was like, yo, I couldn't believe it. I had to rub my eyes like three, four times because I was just sitting there like, yo, she really just said this? Like, ain't no way. And then she she started texting me like the next week, like, yeah, it's impossible to look up to your to your to your child. And I'm like, I never knew what she meant by that. Like I'm sitting there because she said it more than once before. She said she look up to me. And I'm sitting there like, yo. And then it dawned on me, like, yeah. My mom really sees me as a powerful person or a strong person. Cause it's like, yo, I swear we've been through the same exact stuff, yo. And then to her to sit there and like congratulate me on anything I do, be my number one supporter, and then say she looks up to me, she like I'm like then her idol, or like she just so proud because I I got her through a lot of stuff. That shit hit me like, yo, I cannot stop this podcast and stuff, no matter what, because me speaking out is doing something right now. You know how many mothers probably out here thinking about that? I know so many people out here with no fathers. I know people out here with no mothers. Without even both. Some people don't got both. I know that. And like, to, to say something like that, man, that moved me. It moved my heart. It moved my spirit. Because I'm like, yo, because I'm not even, I'm shy. She know that. I'm not shy, but I just don't like getting into certain stuff. I don't like talking to certain people. So when it comes to that point, I'm like, yo, man. This is crazy. Like, this is really crazy, yo. I love this. Like, this is one place I could be myself. I could sit there. Basically, I'm in my head right now. It's not even like I'm just spitting into the, to the microphone right now. I'm just in my head. This is what I think about on a daily. More stuff than this, but still, this is what I think about on a daily. There's life problems and, and how to solve them. I don't just dwell on them. And get sad and mad. I can't. I have no time for that. Of course I can get sad for a minute. After I get sad, I'm working on it. I got so many like occasions where I yeah, I done got to real bad situations, but I never stop. I would sit there, I wouldn't even cry, I would sit there, I would feel it. I feel like I wanna cry, but I'd be sitting there like, man, this is not gonna help nothing. So I just keep going, I just keep moving, and boom, make the best of my situation. Now people congratulate me for certain stuff that I did, or oh, I did from that. It's like, man, how you want to tell people, like, you don't even know what I've been through, but it's like, it's not even their fault. It's not, it's not really, it's, it's really not their fault, really not their problem. And it's not their business, so I just keep moving. I may laugh, joke, and all that, man, man, I'm a sad person, yo. Not gonna lie, it's a lot of stuff I need to learn about. I just need to learn. That's it. It's not really that I'm sad. I just need to learn about certain stuff. I'm getting the questions for it, so life is getting better. And speaking on that, um, I do got some big news where I was gonna share at the end of this uh, equation. Um, if you knew me, or if you know me and stuff like that. I don't know. People don't like me no more. I don't know what's going on. But um, 
I had a I had a kidney I had a kidney problem where I had kidney failure uh, a year and a, a year and a half ago in football and stuff. I've been playing football for like four not four years. I've been playing football since like I was four years old. My bad. But yeah, that was really my passion. That's really the only thing I knew. Play football, basketball, baseball, stuff like that. Just trying to get into sports and all that. Trying to find a way about my neighborhood and stuff. And football was really the last thing that I could depend on. Went to college and all that. Got fired. Dean's list. Two years in a row. Going on three. And my third year, summer camp, I had kidney failure. I had something called rhabdomyelosis where you, well, basically it's like a, I guess they said it was like a breakdown in your muscles. So if I was to work out, I would bleed internally, like internally bleed or something like that. And all that. It was some weird stuff because it was like, damn, I was really going hard this season. Out of all seasons, I was really going like extra hard this season. And that happened. They told me I was dehydrated after all that. It wasn't even a breakdown for real. They said I was dehydrated. I'm like, okay, maybe I could bounce back from that. So I guess into the hospital that night. It was the night before the scrimmage because I kept feeling bad. Um, my urine was getting like dark, and I was like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't right. For real, for real. Like, this ain't right, yo. So went to the hospital, of course. You know, I get to check up. And they sat there and said, like, yeah, Mr. Hill, you can't go home. We got to keep you. I'm asking them. They said, yeah, your kidney level is like a negative 2,000, something like that. It was negative. It was real bad. It was like, yeah, basically they were saying, like, your kidneys are not working, not functioning. You got other organs not functioning. And, like, they was basically saying, I'm glad you came in tonight because you would have been dead. And I'm sitting there like, what? I'm like 20 years old, you know, I'm out here. We just partying at college, good season. You know, I'm having fun with my friends. And that happened, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be good. I ended up being in the hospital for like two months, almost. Going through the worst pain ever. And like, that's, when, that's when everything really hit me. All my life, like my life was really just like, it was, I had nothing but time to think about everything that happened in my life. So I'm sitting there like, yo, this shit is really bad, yo. And I'm sitting there like, this is my last, this is my last resort to get my family right. Can't play football no more. I'm like, it's over. It's really over. And I had friends come visit me thinking I was going to die. Like, they didn't even know what was my cause. But the doctors kept saying, like, it's not good. Got kidney failure. We don't really know what that means. Where we from? Like, his kidney's gone. You got people saying they're going to give me a kidney. You know, you got to get a match for that. So, I just seen a lot of movies. You don't really get a match for that real quick. Either end up dying and they get a kidney or you just don't get one. So, I was scared. But it wasn't even a thing I was scared about the kidney. I was scared about playing, not playing football again. I ain't going to lie. So, when that happened, they, um... Had so many people come visit me. So many people were just giving me the teary eyes. People just walking out the room when they hear the doctor saying he can't do this no more. He can't do that. Like okay. I'm just saying like 
all that. I'm here. I'm here today. Still breathing. Still walking. Of course, I can't play football no more, but still, I'm breathing. I'm walking. I'm living. I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of stuff that I never even thought I could do. Like I eventually told my mom, like I don't know why I told her, but I told her on my hospital bed. I said, "Hey, yo, I want to start a mentor program. If I get out of here." Yeah, I tried to start it, but it wasn't like it wasn't fully planned. And that's where the mentor program started from. I mean, that's where the um podcast started from, a mentor program. This is the whole name for it, motivation to succeed. I don't know why. I really just sat there and thought of all this stuff. And I'm basically working backwards. So if I end up with a mentor program and all the stuff I said I was gonna get, it's gonna be amazing. That's why I'm documenting it right now. That's why I wanna do the audios. It's a lot of stuff. Like I know what I'm doing, but it's like I don't know why. And that's just God playing right now, yo. I've been telling people that for years, man. I've been sitting here like talking to people that's in worse situations than me or similar. And they've been really getting comfort out of it because it's like, yo, they really understand me. They really know it's it's genuine and it's truthful. So I sit there and it's like I just take it in because they congratulate me on how, how strong I am or how much I help them. And I just be sitting there like, man. You don't even know. You really don't know. Like this is not even this is not even my my plan right now. This is something I was gifted with, probably. For me to be a, a young boy where I grew up at, to not speak really like this to nobody, to speak it now or any situation I can, this is a gift. I've been searching for my gift for, for fucking years. I'm telling you, I just sat there and cried, prayed about it. What's my gift? Because I always thought niggas had a gift in fucking football, basketball, baseball, all that. I, all I thought was about is, is sports. I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm talented, but that's not my gift. I can do this. I can do that. That's not my gift, though. I can know. I, I can tell when, what a gift is from a skill. It was like, nah, that's, that's not really me. Then once that, that last resort got took away from me, that's when I opened my eyes. Like, man. Alright, man. Like, listen, I had to sit there. I don't talk to God like a regular person. I sit there and talk to him like one of my friends or something. Like, yo, what's up, yo? Like, let me know something. Like, help me or something. Like, for real. That's when I feel like all it comes down to. But this whole journey, man, it's it's crazy. That's why I want to sit here. I want to document everything. I want to talk to people. People love my podcast. Honestly, I want to keep going. I got I got enough viewers, got enough supporters. They love me, and I love them. I love the people that's gonna hear this in the future, cause it's not gonna go away. It's always gonna be on the internet. Nothing goes away on the internet. I learned that the hard way, but I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna inspire people the best way I can. I'm going to the next step where. I learned how to like when to speak up. I learned when to speak up where um where I got too hot headed. I used to get into a lot of fights and all that, a lot of arguments. It could be with family, strangers, anything, friends. Don't matter. I always get into I always get into arguments. And I'm really not really the argument like argumentative person though. Because I can sit there 
I know when to move and I know when not to. So, so when it comes to arguments now, it's like, okay, you can tell when somebody's not going to do nothing, but I always watch that person that was around me that let somebody say anything they wanted to, listen to them, and gave the best response, even if it was hands or like a best response, like anything that could crush your soul. And that just really, it really struck me as a kid, honestly. I seen so many people just sitting there mouthing off, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. When it came down to it, they ain't do it, though. So I always, I always watch that, like, yo, why they, why they sitting there talking about all this? They can't even do that. But this person, they say nothing, destroyed you. And it struck me, like, yeah, I'm going to be the person that's going to, I'm going to hear you out, yeah. You get disrespectful, I'm going to hear you out. You touch me though, it's a different story. It's a whole different story. You gotta learn to be on both sides, man. Learn to be, learn to defend yourself, but then learn how to to listen too. And that showed me who to speak to. Honestly, I won't speak to nobody that's really yelling, trying to do all this and that. Uh, cussing me out. I'm not going to speak to nobody like that, honestly. I understand, like, your passion is different. Okay, I understand that, but if you're yelling, you're trying to argue all the time, man, all right, you got it. Hit me when you cool off. I don't want to talk to you. That's one person. That's Man, I don't like people like that. That's got to yell every little thing. Like, I can hear you. Like, just talk to me, man. I'm not even a person with a loud voice. Like, I can get loud, but I don't like speaking loud. I don't want to do that. That's one thing I don't do, because I ain't like that as a kid. I ain't like when adults yell at me. So even now, today, like, when people yell at me, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that shit, yo. First off, I don't have to. I'm going to tell you that straight up. I don't have to. Whatever I do, I do out of love, and I do because I feel like I should do it. If you yell at me, tell them, give me orders, I don't do that. I don't work jobs that make me, like, order me to do stuff. I don't, that's one thing I really don't do. And people could back that up. Even my mother, man, I just sat out of, I just sat and have a, not have a job for about a month or two because they thought I was going to work some bullshit for the high money. Nah, I just know, I just know that in that certain case, they're going to try to order me to do some bullshit. I'll take the job that made me feel like, yeah, I'm a person, I'm a human. You understand me like I understand you. You don't got to yell at me, tell me to do all this, do all that. I'm not your slave. At all. So that's going to bring me into um, finding my true circle, man. I'm going to keep going on the list because I don't want to make this make this long. I'm trying to get the equation out where, where people can hear me. You know, a certain amount of time. I ain't trying to be on the old episodes where I just be on the shit laughing. Let shit breathe all here. Just, just, just joking around and all that. So finding my true circle was... Was people that's, I can't say that's really down for me, because you really you never really know. I won't never really know, because I done been around a lot of people where they would talk about certain people. I'll talk about people that's not in the, in a close circle, but still be around them. So that scared me, because I'm not that type of person. I would stick up for anybody that's not around. I don't care if I like you or not. I'm, I got to stick up for you. It's just something about me. Feel like that's as a kid. I can't let you talk about someone that's not around. 
because it's, it's not i just feel like i feel guilty because like if you could talk about them why they're not around you could definitely talk about me while i'm not around so that's what i notice now like i, I understand like i don't tell a lot of people certain stuff because i know you tell somebody else and it's it's obvious like come on man it's proven and then there's certain people that's what will sit there. You gonna you gonna laugh, joke about this and that. But I mean, your situation ain't right either. Why are you laughing and joking? That's not good. You trying to make yourself feel better or something? That's not me. So I don't be around that type of person. That's number one. And I don't be around people that's going. Like I said, yes men. I hate yes men. The more reason why I hate yes men because I'm really trying to work on myself and better myself. So why are you around me if you're just fucking saying, yeah, that's fire. That shit raw as hell. That shit cool, I like that. You're not saying nothing else. Like, I want to hear shit like, nah, I don't fuck with that. Honestly, that's real feedback. You give feedback like that? Nah, I don't fuck with that. People call that hating. Nah, that's not hating. That's somebody giving their honest opinion. Like, no, I don't like that. You should do this. You should do that. Because I done grew up a long time. Like, yeah, hear it all. Like, yeah, this this fire. This, this all right. This cool. Like, yeah, uh-huh. I remember the first time I heard, like, no, nah, I don't like that. I sat there, looked at the person like, what? And they told me straight up, like, you must have got a lot of people around you that just fucking all geared okay everything. And I said, yeah, I do. They fuck with my shit. You a hater. Like, nah, that's not a hater. That's not a hater mentality or nothing. They give you honest feedback. And, like, you got to learn when to um distinguish it. Like, come on now. We grown now. Some people say they grown, but they really not. Some people really childish. They want to sit there and talk about people. He said, she said, but still be around the same people that's talking. Watch out for them people that sit there and talk like, oh, yeah, they said this, they said that. Them they peoples, though. But you they friend. You gotta remember that. Don't be around people like that. That's bad. Next step was, um... I don't wanna get into that, but it's, um... I'm gonna mention it. Because this, I'm gonna end it with this. On the next episode. It's finding myself. And I hope y'all really understand where... What, like, what I mean by finding myself. Because it's like... It's a lot of stuff that I really been through. A lot of stuff I could have been doing. But it's just the resistance. It's like, it just don't feel right. So I'm going to go to the next one. Um, trusting that I will get the answers to what made me. That ties into um, the absence of my father. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get deep with it. Hey man, he, I don't really know him personally, but it's just certain things I want to know. Like, why you left? I don't got nothing against it, but why you leave? Why you leaving trying to contact me, though? That's something, that's something I don't get. I feel like you leave something behind, why you Why you want to keep running back? It's like, you're not going to leave something behind and then come back because you think it's, it's worse than what you had. You think it's better. So I want to know what you honestly see in me right now that you could benefit from. That's going to make you a better person. That's going to make your situation better. What do you see right now that I don't see? 
Why are you here? And honestly, I be feeling unheard sometimes until I'm silent. If you can get that, I know a lot of people get that because I got a close friend with me, real close friend. I knew it since kindergarten. Not gonna say no names, but got a close friend that I'm not gonna lie. He um he contact me more. Like he contact me often, but still, when I'm silent, it's just like damn, it kicks in more. Like he hit me with the "You're not the only one. You're not alone." Stuff like that. It don't make me feel bad that he hit me at that certain time because he talk, we talk all through the time, like all day. But it's like, damn, am I really reaching out to him the same way I should? Because there's a lot of people here that's really unheard till they real silent, though. I had a friend, I had a few people back, like, like last week, asking me, am I okay? Because I didn't drop an episode. I wasn't out here goofing off. I stopped goofing off because I, I feel like people wasn't fucking taking me serious, man. Like I said last episode, I made contracts and shit. People wasn't taking me fucking serious. I made contracts, man. I'm a 22-year-old kid, man. I'm in Buffalo. I made contract for a group of friends that I really thought that was fucking with me down. I'm thinking of the like the I'm thinking about the future right now. I'm not thinking about the now. I made contracts listed. Or like, cause I I take business classes, yes. Like I'm a dean student. People know that. Like, come on, I'm just out of school because some bullshit. But I wrote these shits up like a fucking a HR department would for they for their job. I don't I don't really know if people fucking signed the, the contracts or anything, or if they read them. I gave it to them, told them to meet up with me. I never heard from them again. And it's like, why? Like, why would why would y'all even do that? Like, I, I say you're my man's, right? You support my cause, right? Made these contracts way before I started the podcast. So it's like, yo, come on, yo. And it had detailed instructions about if you don't do this, if you don't do that. It wasn't ultimatum. It was a guideline. It was code of conduct. It was everything in there. And it was a signature. Show me that you was really down. In my terms, really down. So it was like, man, I tell man, like I said last episode, slap in the face, man, that shit hurt. Put my time, effort in there, my money, gave notebooks about writing notes and talking about our next plans. I'm trying to think ahead. I'm trying to put the group on. I'm not going to lie. Fuck that. I'm not being selfish. Fuck that. Think of yourself first. Don't put no fucking group on just because you think y'all close, man. Fuck that. Do what you got to do. Do your business. I done seen this shit since I was a kid, and I should have stuck to it. I done seen people getting money with a whole group. Then when it comes down to some bullshit, everybody disappear. Once you fucked up, if you're making the money, you never know. Once you, once a person making the money, you disappear. They all done for. They ain't got shit to bring to the table. You feeding them. You fucking giving payroll. That's what you doing. Man, fuck that. Listen, listen. I learned the long, I learned the hard way. And I ain't doing it again, I'm telling you. Once I get to, to major businesses and all that, and I own all my corporations, like I said, and I got written down, I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm sticking to the same rules that I got in this book. It's composition and my spiral, and I'm getting it in. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's going to get real. I really been feeling unheard till I got silent, man. 
once you feel silent, people are like feeling like you fell off, or you stop their money, you stop their flow, you stop they they look. Like nah, I ain't stop nothing. I just stopped giving you the shine for my fucking work. That's what I did. That's the only thing I did. And that's one thing. I'm going to go to the next one. Stick it to myself. I've been sticking to myself lately. I don't share nothing with nobody. Not even my fucking parents. I don't have... I got one mom. That's it. I, I tell my mom a little something. You never know what she going to do. Because we our, our relationship, we cool and all that. But you never know. She going to support me. That's my number one supporter and all that. If I say too much, it's probably going to be like... Uh, help, help somebody do this. Help somebody do that. Like, she don't understand that part. Because she don't know this part. Where people really don't be down and trying to help. So I don't really tell her something like that. I tell her I tell her results. You got certain people in, in, in the DMs and all like, yeah, like put me on to the episode. Like, no. I got all the fucking materials for the episode. No. I put all the ideas to the episode. No. I sign every detailed paper downtown city hall send it to people no i'm not doing nothing you people ask for at all i don't care i'm being selfish that's what i need to do i don't care that's the last thing i, w- I wanted to do but i couldn't like before that i'm thinking like yeah if i be too selfish people ain't gonna like me fuck i'm being timid for it. that's the whole opposite it's the whole opposite of the game man people people only got respect what you take your passion into you charge them for it they're gonna pay for it you don't try to afford it, they ain't gonna fucking listen. They ain't gonna share. And that's what I'm going on to, man. And the next one I want to end with, um, praying 24-7, man. I ain't gonna say sorry for the cussing because that's my passion. That's how I feel for I love God and all that, but I ain't got nothing to do with him right now. Before that. That's why I'm hitting this point last. Say the best for last. Pray 24-7. I'm telling you. I sit there in my car, I pray. In the shower, I pray. At work, I pray. During arguments, I pray. Don't matter. As soon as I lay my head down at night, I pray. Pick my clothes out, I pray. I don't care. I'm praying all through the day because I know my situation could be worse. I was in a hospital bed. I was in a, on my deathbed. Not a hospital bed. I was in my deathbed. Almost two months. You think I'm not going to pray? You think I'm not here for a reason? I know I'm not here for a reason. Man, he got me here. He got me here because he wanted me to probably fucking, I don't know. He probably want me to fucking voice my opinion, share my story. Then I'm gone. Boom. I'm gone in a year. I'm dead. Boom. I don't know. I'm going to make my, I'm going to make the best of it. Because I know I could have been gone at that, at that time. So now I'm, I'm just here. I'm feeling in that void. I'm sharing what you want me to share, sharing what I want to share. And whenever my time is, that's my time. That's all I got to say. And, man, I don't care. You don't got to be spiritual. You don't got to be none of that. Just pray. Pray to your ancestors or something. Pray to God if you, if you feel like you believe in God. Pray to a higher power, something. Do the uh, horoscope shit. Pray to your sign. I don't fucking know. Just pray. I'm not really going to this spiritual stuff. I just know. Pray to something. Pray for. Pray because you believe. Because you have faith. That's all I gotta say, man. And I wanna end with that. Because I really, I really feel like it's a lot of people out here that's really listening. 
I really love y'all, man. I seriously love y'all, man, because y'all know, y'all know what I've been doing. It's like, I, it's hard to, it's not hard to share, but it's like, I gotta find the best way to get it out to y'all. Y'all gonna find out, man, in part three. And then in the series, y'all gonna find out why it's hard, yeah. Well, I really want to get this stuff out, and I hope y'all respect it, and I hope y'all, hope y'all just ready for it, man. Thank y'all. Y'all have a blessed night, man. I'm here on a Monday. I ain't here on no Sunday, man. I was, I was wilding. I was chilling yesterday. I was asleep. I ain't supposed to be asleep, you know. I don't really get that much sleep. I'll be up all night. People that know me, I'll be up all night, just probably tweeting, thinking, all that, texting them. Spiritual stuff or fucking motivational stuff. You know? Hey man, I'm just trying to make the best of my situation before I get up out this earth. Thank y'all for everything. Thank y'all for tuning in. Share, listen, comment, leave a review, please, on Apple, Apple Podcasts. I've been I've been waiting for those. I got a few ratings and all that. I got five stars. Until I go down, man, I already know. Like, but keep giving y'all reviews. Keep sharing, cause it really mean a lot to me, yo. This is something new. I'm out of my comfort zone, and I'm really doing good. So I respect it, because it's like, yo, I really got people out there that's listening. So salute to y'all, man. Hats off, all that. Y'all keep doing what y'all got to do. Hey, stay blessed, stay positive, stay focused. Love y'all, man. I'm out.